What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In Studio. Man, I got a special guest. Um, I don't even know what to even say about this young lady, but a songstress, songstress, R&B diva, if you will, um, R&B boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the way from H-Town, Alexis Finley in the building. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for tapping in with us, man. We appreciate Thank it. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just happy to be here. I almost got blown away, but hey. How you almost get blown away? What happened? Because the weather tried to turn up. Really? It turned <laughs> up. I opened my door. It's like, it was windy? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> windy with sprinkles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> man, so I don't even know. what. Even, let, let's start from the beginning, okay? Where did um where did this this um willing you to even want to start singing? Where did that even come from? Was mom a singer? Pops a singer? Like, um, so my mom she um sung in choir and stuff like that, but my my grandmother, some my great aunts, they could sing. Um, but as far as anybody just being a singer, no, not really. They had some vocal abilities, but I honestly. The earliest memory I have of singing is uh, Deborah Cox, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. Oh, uh, okay. And I was like five. Mm. And my voice has changed a lot since then. <laughs> Not as high. But, you know, I make it do what I do. But, no, that's that's my earliest memory. Um, you know, standing in front of the TV with my Nana heels on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in front of the box TV with the, the uh, remote control singing. Yeah. So, I've always just wanted to be a singer. So from at five years old, you was like, this is what I'm going to do? Or you just was just love being in front of people singing? So it was just more so like I just wanted to be an entertainer, right? But then when you go through school and then you see that the world has other things to offer as well, you're like, oh, well, maybe I want to do this. Maybe I want to do that. But once I got to about like middle school, I knew that was what I wanted to do. I used to sing at programs, um, same in high school. Um same through college it just kind of just became a more serious thing for me as Mm. far as like the steps to take to actually be able to do it oh okay because i I was good at a lot of things um but i feel like this is probably one of the very few things that i'm like great at being an entertainer okay talk about about. i mean how did you where did you hone your skills did you get like at, at, at the early stage right where did you hone your skills? Did you get like professional help or you just kind of mimic the people that you've seen on TV? Where did you, how did you hone in your skills? So early on, um, I was in choir. Okay. Church. Church girl. School choir as well. Um, I never had vocal lessons as a child, um, but I did take vocal lessons as an adult like five years ago. Okay. And um, I would say that was, that was much needed because you get to learn your voice. A lot of times in choir, you know, even if you can't read the note or if you if it's going too fast, hey, you got your buddy right next to you. Just give me the note and I got it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, I actually I sang classical music um, in college because okay. we had to as an instrument. So, you know, okay. I did that and that was cool. I learned how to read music better. Um, took some uh, piano classes. So that helped. But, yeah, really, um, I would say 2017 is when I just kind of went pedal to the metal, like just consistency. Mm. And uh, that was 
that was a result of me just opening my mouth and asking questions like to the people around me who were in the industry. Hey, what do I do? Like, what are the stuff to take to yield this result? You know? Yeah. So um, I had artist development, um, what choreography classes, vocal lessons. And then once I got together that way, and of course, you know, personal training. So after I got all of that together, I was like, okay, well, what's next? Like, I'm making good money to invest in my career. What do I do with it? And so that's when I started investing in PR and marketing. Mm. So okay. I'm going a little bit past your question. Yeah, yeah, no, it, no, it's, it's fine. We're going <laughs> to back up a little bit. Because always, I'm always amazed, like, um, when people be able to find their passion such at an early age. Mm -hmm. Because... I can't imagine me five years old knowing what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Or being able to have that, that long-sighted vision to even know. So I'm always fascinated, like fascinated by people that knew from an early age. And then I, 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 I rewind back to like Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Him doing it at such a, a young age. By the time he's really at his peak, he's probably been doing it for 10, 15 years where most adults, they probably only doing it three or four years, you know what I mean? Because once mm -hmm. they find themselves and, you know what I mean, it's the whole stage, a whole, whole journey to even get good, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To be able, be able to be comfortable to even stand in front of people and sing, you know what I mean? Or be able yeah. to perform. So I'm always amazed by that. Um and I, I read, I, I seen somewhere that you started in a girl group. That was your, your, first, your first group? <laughs> Yeah. Why you look like that? You didn't. Cause it didn't last that long. How long was it? It was probably a few months. Really? I was like 16, 17, mm. 16, 17. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they sang beautifully, but uh, the manager got into it with the guy that was funding the money. Uh huh. The manager got into it with the guy who was funding y'all the group. Mm hmm. Mm. And so the guy that was funding it was related to the other girl's mom. Uh, so it just kind of fell apart And I wonder what those ladies are doing now They have beautiful voices I hope they're using them I hope so <laughs> They could sing Really? They taught me some things You you haven't never tried to reach back out to them Or see what they're doing or? I don't remember Really? <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember to be honest Like we knew each other for two months Really? Yeah. How did you even get in the group then? How did you find them or how did they find so you? So the manager was my mom's personal trainer. Oh, so he wasn't like a real manager. I mean, I don't know. You know, people okay. got multiple jobs. Okay, okay, okay. I ain't seen him since. Okay. I don't even remember his name. Wow. Dang. I've been living too much life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how did they find you again? The he was the he was your mom's personal trainer. Mm-hmm. She and just started working out at this private gym. Okay. And he was just like, I'm starting a girl group, you know. She's like, oh, well, my daughter can sing. And so, yeah. Oh, okay. And so, that sounded like he was trying to get at your mama. That's what, that's what that sounded like. He was trying to mm, get it. I never caught that. No? No. Okay. Okay. No. Actually, my mom was married. Oh, okay. My mom had just gotten married. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, mm -mm. just had a, a, another baby. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we, me and my, my younger sister are like 16 years apart. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. okay. And she can sing too, but you know we we ain't gotta unpack that. Okay. <laughs> might do might do some teasers with me and her harmonizing. 
okay. She can sing like that for real? So it must be in the moms. The moms may be in that gene. Well, we have different fathers biologically. So okay. um, he he got he can you know he got an ear. He can hold some notes and do some things too if he really took it seriously. You know when he was younger. But you know mm-hmm. if you don't use it, you lose it. Same thing that happened with my mom. So she might have kind of got it bo- both sides a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. But my my daddy he cannot sing. At all. My stepdaddy, he, he can do something. My step, my daddy cannot sing. Okay, okay, <laughs> <Nothing>. okay. <laughs> no offense, he can rap though. He got bars. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> and so, um, as the group didn't go for what two months, and then you just what happened after that? After the group, after two months, when they was like, okay, well, the group is done. Did you start pursuing it, or you was just like up in the air? No. So that's the thing with me, like. I didn't I didn't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really go like pedal to the metal and like never stop until like two thousand seventeen. But I started making my own music like in two thousand fifteen. Mm. So during that time when I was in school, um, I was in the choir, had some solos and stuff, finished out the year, went to college. I I wanted to go to like um I wanted to go to Full Sail University. And I got accepted, but full sale is really, really, really expensive. And then there's full no sale. Yeah, it's like a um, production school. Oh, okay. It's like an accelerate program. It was probably gonna be almost eighty thousand dollars. And I was gonna be in Florida. I didn't have anybody there to live with. You know, it wasn't just like regular dorms. It was like apartments. Mm. Then I had no car, so I was like, okay, let me go somewhere where I get a college experience and still get to, um, you know, study production. Mm-hmm. So. I ended up going to SFA and I studied sound recording technology. So I learned like the back end to the music and how it's made. And I learned a lot of stuff about the music business. Um, so then, you know, when I graduated, I started making music. Okay. And then oh. I had no money to put behind myself. <laughs> so then that's why I didn't really start pedal to the middle until five years ago. L- let me ask you this. Knowing what you know now, right? Mm-hmm. Going back then from trying to invest in yourself, because most most of the time I hear artists they looking for somebody to invest in them, mm-hmm. right? What would you say? Do you think you chose the best route to invest in yourself versus trying to go the traditional route of I'm trying to get signed, I want somebody to invest in me? So just because I invested in, in myself doesn't mean that I don't want to get signed or I don't need further investment, mm-hmm. right? Um, because your money can only go so far. And, and, and frankly, sometimes it's just better to use other people's money and resources. But when you're trying to get your career off the ground and trying to build a name for yourself, there are certain little things that you need to have airtight before you can even be presentable to uh, a, a label or, you know, just even have a name for yourself. So that's why I just grassroots i was just like okay let me get the voice together let me make sure the body is right let me make sure my mind is right let me make sure i can you know move and entertain so i just did these little steps and then once i was ready i was like okay so pr and marketing because that's how you get to the next level i if you don't go viral you have to put money behind your marketing. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what it is. So that is my recommendation. It, it, even if it's like, I started as little as like $200, $300 a month paying the publicist to do things for me. Really? I don't pay that anymore, but that's how I started off. So, I mean, if you if you budget, you know, sacrifice eating out some, 
you could possibly afford it, but you have to start somewhere. It's it's not you can't just bank on open mics and and going viral because mm. everybody's doing it now. People who just breathe a certain way <laughs> are getting deals. What do you feel about that? Because I feel like I seen this thing on TikTok that I was it pissed me off a little bit, but it was still funny and entertaining. The girl who do the pretty ah uh, pretty uh pretty <laughs> pretty uh like her and um. The Catch Me Outside girl. Like, they are, I guess, music artists. I, quotes. So, if they do have real talent, you know, I'm unaware. But if they do, then, you know, I'm happy for them. Yeah. You know? That was a creative way to get your real sound out. I'm you still waiting like, to hear You don't feel like you need to do something, like, gimmicky to just show your talent? I, if it ain't genuine, if it's not authentic, mm. then I ain't with it. Okay. You know, like, I'm a goofy person as is. So, if I catch something funny that catches, then that's cool. But, like, I'm not about to not dumb period, ah, period. I'm not doing all of that. <laughs> and, yeah, it did piss me off that <laughs> somebody can walk in a place doing that and people cheer. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is going on? So it's a bit annoying because, you know, there's people who really work hard at their craft. And it, there's some people that's just like, oh, I want to start doing this today. And, you know, got the look of the draw. But, I mean, honestly, if, if your talent, whatever you're doing, if it's of any substance, it will it will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. If it's not, it won't. So, But I'm okay having it the way God wants it for me. I'm okay with that. Okay. So I'm not saying that it pisses me off because I'm jealous because ain't none of that. You know what I'm saying? So, however God wants me to pop off and come up, that's how it's going to happen. Yeah. It seems like to me, and it seems like to me, majority of artists or entertainers, especially like if they're new entertainers, right? Mm-hmm. They pop off from drama first and then music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Science. Yeah. That, that, that's the, that's the, the, that's the way I'm seeing the, the strategy going. I don't see that coming from you, though. I don't see you in no drama. I, I'll see you kind of like low key. You know what I mean? Would you? Would you uh, like? Not purposely, but would you entertain that to be in some drama? Like have your your personal life out there to get your music off? Um, no. But if it were a situation to where, say, I did a song with somebody and people assume that and people ask me about it, I can say no comment. Something like that. But I wouldn't go as far as to pretend like I'm, like, with somebody. Um, I'm not I'm not about to play beef with nobody. That's what I'm not going to do. <laughs> I'm not doing it. If, if you ever see beef coming from me, that is real. <laughs> and okay. then even that I try to keep to myself You know yeah, I'm a very the- polished person Like I like being being transparent But I like to spread like love and light and Laughter but like that's, light That's so. what the people gonna be wanting to know Like what happened with the beef Like what's going on They gonna want you to talk about it And that's how people find Alexis Who Alexis mm-hmm. is Because they know oh who's this, who's this Alexis girl Who is this Like what she gotta say And that's why That's how I get caught up too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I see some drama, like for example, like the Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez thing. Yeah. Like 
I really, I, I really wasn't checking for Tory like that before all this popped off. You know what I mean? I thought he was cool or whatever, but yeah. now that I see him like in some drama, I'm like, oh, okay, let me check his music out. Let me see what what else he got going on, and how was he even able to be in the company of Megan? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But and now he's kind of talking about it and feeding the people. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't do none of that. You wouldn't be a part of none of that. It depends on if it's real or not. So just just FYI, if you ever hear me saying that somebody harmed me in some type of way, I'm not lying. Mm, you know mm. what I mean? So if it really happened and that's his truth, then, yeah, cool, speak your truth. If it really happened and, you know, the way she said it is and that's her truth, then, yeah, speak your truth. But I'm just not about to be caught up in lying. And no, no, I'm not saying you know. lying, but because here's, here's what I get from you, right? I feel like you're a very private person you know what i mean mm-hmm. and all of your um drama or issues are you dealing with you'll put it in music you don't necessarily like yeah. go to like instagram or go live and say oh yeah this motherfucker did it like you don't seem like that type of person to me yeah i mean no i'm not at all but i am transparent so if you ask me about a certain situation if it's okay for me to speak about it just depending on you know what level i'm on or what the situation is mm-hmm. i'll speak on it but i'm not gonna bash anybody Okay. You know how people say facts and then they'll add extra stuff in there? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she ain't, she ain't got a good relationship with her mama. And that, I'm not finna do all of that. I'm just gonna speak facts. So I, I will open up, but it just depends on what it's about. Um, sometimes I'll open up and I drop names. You know, I've opened up about like past relationships before. Mm. Um, and I don't know if they, you know, ever watched the interview and I don't really care. So. Was the person that you was dating, were they, like, known or were they, like, in the industry? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So, they don't even count. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. Count. But we may get to a point to where that happens. But, you know, you know, prayerfully, maybe somebody just snatched me up and I'll be married low-key. <laughs> and they got to worry about all that crap. <laughs> I have the good problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard out here. It, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm married, so I don't have to. I don't. I can't even imagine dating now. You know what I mean? I I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even know. And I I heard, cause I did some little homework on you. You wrote a whole album about breakup. What What was the album called? Recovery. That was my first. Um, that was my first EP. I put really? Mm-hmm. Okay. A whole album, or was it just a song? So it was recovery. Real return risk, and people can go and mm, listen to I, it. I now. buy a good three of them. Three oh, of them okay. about breakup. Um, real was kind of more of like a good feeling that somebody gives you, like being in love. Because I always got to give somebody like a life, and I can't just give you all darkness. Okay, gotta give you some light. Okay. <laughs> some <laughs> and um, one was a little spunky. So yeah, majority of the EP was a little like you broke my heart on some Mary J vibes. Okay. All right. <laughs> what 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 is what can a guy do to make you write music? I mean, this, I know majority of the answers are cheated, right? Yeah. Is that what happened? No. What happened? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I so, just try to think as somebody. A lot dating. of the music was about people I was actually in situationships with, not even like in a official committed relationship. Oh. Yeah. So, um, 
there were two instances where a guy that I was dealing with one instance in one instance where a guy that I was dealing with had sex with one of my friends me and him were not like there anymore but like that was just off limits because me and her were real close like she was like a little sister to me Mm. Um, at least I thought but obviously I don't know God bless her so but (laughs) (laughs) damn that's so the guy that you were like y'all wasn't in like a relationship but y'all was kind of talking right yeah we were just going round around for like a couple years this is like I was in college and like as soon as I left and graduated he was still there they had a movie night he was there on some like graduate school type stuff but yeah they had like a movie night Lord, and she knew better. I was just like, she just wanted what, yeah, you know, people just want to taste of what you taste. Listen, <laughs> some, some people like leftovers, you know like, what I mean? It's like, all oh, good, girl, but it's just the principle. Yeah. Because he and I were still friends. It's just like some boundaries you don't cro- cross, you know? Mm. But um, that's that's kind of what sparked the actual record recovery. And then um, another situation, a guy um, – I guess he would be considered my ex. We weren't officially together for that long, but we were dealing with each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up being in a relationship with one of my closest friends, best friends. So I knew her too. Like we were like, we were good associates. And he got in a relationship with you and her? Not at the same time. Okay. Not so, at the same so time. So separate times. We were trying to base, he was coming back around. We were coming back around to each other. And then he was just like, I don't want a relationship. And I was like, cool, I'm going to move on then. And so then I dated a guy for six months, and I found out he was with a girl. So I was like, bro, I only dated him because you was like, you know? So it was just a lie. It was a lie. I'm older and wiser now. (laughs) It was just too much. It was too much. So wait, so it's too much. It's okay. We ain't gotta unpack it. Yes, let's oh unpack God. this. That's fine. So you, go. you really wanted to be in a relationship with dude. Did. But he said he didn't want a relationship. You went and dated somebody else, mm-hmm. and then he got with one of your friends or one of your associates through a friend. Not through it, but I'm just saying, like this girl has been in my house before. She had been like in my car so before. I was cool. Yeah, but, like, honestly, my issue wasn't even with her, you know, because she didn't know mm. the 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 severity of our relationship. You know, guys downplay stuff. Mm-hmm. And she has no loyalty to me, you know. We weren't, like, friends, friends. But you was mad at him because you was, like, the only like, reason bro, I moved on. Like, bro, what you lied to me for? Yeah. If, the, like, this is what you wanted, you could have just said it, mm. you know. I mean, it, I mean, we all kind of went to the same school, so it was just. You know, people are going to revolve around each other. I just want, I just like people to keep it real with me. Let me know what's up. Yeah. So I know how to move. Like, I, I can't be mad at that girl. I ain't mad at her. The first girl I'm mad at. Well, yeah. not mad at, but the first girl I would not talk to or have in my presence. The other girl, I ain't got no beef with her. She cool. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> See, to this day, I will hug her and say, hey, girl, how you doing? But the guy, is he cool still? <laughs> <laughs> Does he get a pass? He does not get a pass. Um, that was that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Me and him are cordial now. Okay. But that's it. You know, there's no no back and forth. Like, I'm not in between no phases with nobody. Yeah. No, I because I, this is what, like, a um, – just you just giving game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just talking about, like, 
things that you went through. You know what I mean? I know this is. I don't know what your current situation is. We'll. Get, I want to get into that later on. Okay. But from 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 artists for artists that are you know having to bring that real life situations in. What was what was the second song for that second situation? Or did you even write about that? Or recovery was all of those situations wrapped in one. So there was a song um, on the recovery EP titled because um, recovery is a titled tra- track. Oh, okay. So the EP was titled Recovery, and there was, was a song, song called Recovery. Okay. So the song about this situation about the associate um, that was actually Return. Mm. So um, the song starts off by saying, how could you love somebody more than me? Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm, we all going to go listen to it now. And, and see if what you you're can find about. it. Oh, it's not online no more? No, I took it down. Why? So in March <laughs> of this year, I was supposed to be opening up for Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And so my music, I, I like I appreciate my process and my music, but it has grown to another level production wise. And so we didn't want me to be on stage, you know, in front of all these people and they look at my old music and the production is not up to par with the industry sound that I have now. Mm. So, you know, now I have production that could like win Grammys Okay. before it wasn't there. Is, there, is there a situation where you can reproduce the the music and put it back up i may i thought about it um i asked my my uh producer lab to do it for this the one that did this last album beautiful ones i asked him to uh remix some of my stuff he said i'd rather work on new stuff i said i understand because <laughs> we come up with some good shit together so eventually one day but like just this ain't the time it's not the I'm, season for that see and i'm i'm kind of i get i get what i get that mm-hmm. but i'm kind of torn because I, I as a fan right I like hearing like the evolution of an artist. Uh-huh, you know what I'm saying? I uh-huh. like to hear they probably was like doing it in a closet versus now yeah. that I'm, I'm really finding them. Now I see the production because I remember it was two artists that I that I found on YouTube. It was MGK mm-hmm. and Wiz Khalifa. And just to see their elevation, how they was just moving and going about it, and now to see where they are now, I think that is so dope. And I think this was probably right, probably right when streaming was first even coming out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn in that sense. Well, so I thought about that too. Of course I did. Mm-hmm. So I kept my videos up. Okay, YouTube. so the videos are still So there. there's videos up for the old stuff on YouTube. Okay. There's like a few tracks missing, but yeah. And so those I definitely may revisit. Like it's a song on Sensitive Savage EP that I really like. It's called Like Me. Um, It's kind of like just bitch never had a woman like me. Mm. And I never did a visual to it and I took it down. So that's something that I might bring back. Because it was was a dope beat, you know. Yeah. Uh, Q Smith, Digital University. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, I might I might bring that back, but recovery I pretty much made a visual to every song on that EP. Okay. Yeah, I did. So you can always find recovery stuff, and then a little bit of for sensitive savage, maybe like three records. Okay. So yeah. it's all on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on. So streaming. you can hear like some growth because okay. I wanted I I wanted to be transparent in that way. Like you need to know like. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. You know what I mean? Because everybody's like, oh, new R&B artist. Like, nah. 
Yeah, I've been doing this, so whenever my time come, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's where you get those people saying, "Oh, they're uh, implant or transplant or what? What is it called? Uh, um, Dang, what are they? uh, Industry plant or something like that? Yeah." That's where you get those things. You people can't find old music when you first started. You know what I mean? So, um, what is your uh, when it comes to writing music and, and producing music? Mm-hmm. What is your process? Well, I took a backseat on producing. Okay. Okay. I could do that when I'm a little older. Okay. But right okay. now, you know, you got to keep your youth and you know, <laughs> image is everything. So we putting the artist Alexis in the forefront. Okay. You know, if I hear something like, okay, this, this, that, that, but I let them do their job. Uh, um, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was your question? What's your like writing process? <laughs> process. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So I like to write um, actually to a beat in the studio. I don't really like to write before. Because I'm like a very empathetic person. I'm kind of like a chameleon when it comes to emotions. Mm. So I can kind of tap in to different parts of me. Okay. What's your sign? A Pisces. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't know nothing about Pisces, but okay. Go ahead. Um, So (laughs) I like actually feeling the beat. So I kind of just think about how it makes me feel. And I take a situation from my life or... If it makes me feel a certain type of way, I'll just say, hey, here's the topic. This is what we're writing about today. I want to come from this angle. Or sometimes I'll write about something a friend told me about. Mm. I've done that, too. Mm, so. Okay. Okay. So what was, I, I heard a song, um, Ransom. Mm-hmm. What what was what was ransom about? Was that a, was that a real life situation or was that no? Somebody? I didn't take anybody's man <laughs> for ransom. Okay, I don't take men, but <laughs> so that was supposed to be a twerk record. That was more so energy. We mm. needed like something that people can dance to, move to, feel good, and want to throw it, bad, 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 you know, yeah, yeah all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, that ransom is just basically about being in your bag, being about your business. Um, you know, I'm about my money. Like, that's really what it is. And, you know, the video kind of plays off of, oh, yeah, I took a man up for ransom. But the kicker at the end was she brought me the money. And I was I was like, all right, bye. You know, and he didn't want to leave. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's just how my energy is. Like, come and they don't want to leave. <laughs> What are you doing to these men? What are you, what's happening? Nothing. I don't, I, and it's not even saying that, like, it's not even saying that I'm doing anything sexual. Not, I'm just being me. Okay. And people just gravitate towards me. So I just know who I am as a woman, and it's just kind of bossed up through the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> by my business, by my back. And then the hold you up for ransom just was the kicker, uh, <laughs> to okay. be honest. And, and for that record, I was asleep half of the record. When it was being written. Huh? So we have like writing sessions. So with my latest album, Beautiful Ones, we had a whole team of writers. So it was me, the producer lab, and then Joel Love. And then sometime Ace Kid will come in on it. Uh, his name is Derek. He's the reason why I met them. Um, and we had a couple people come in. But like it was literally us court three. And then most likely, sorry, I forgot about him. He actually moved produced on the record too so on this song i was still working um my job as a loan officer so i work probably like 10 12 hours a day so studio less than 10 minutes from my house to go to the studio um they started like making the beat because they make the the beats from scratch Mm -hmm. in the studio and so i'm like 
That a nigga said something. And he was like, oh, we actually like that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to put that down. That was the first line. Okay. And then I put four more lines, right? Went to sleep. I woke up with two verses and chorus. Mm, okay. And I liked it, so I kept it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, here's the thing. With like, I don't know why most R&B artists, they don't get no slack from people saying, oh, okay, somebody else wrote this for me, versus where hip-hop, like rap artists, they get a lot of slack. What's your feeling on that? You do what you want when you pop in. Mm. If you can deliver it and be an artist, it is what it is. Honestly, I've written a lot of music, and I felt some type of way. It was different for me, uncomfortable for me to have others' input, more than one person's input. But my goal is to be the greatest R&B artist that I can be, you know. And if I beat other people in the process, then that is what it is. But I'm only competing with myself. So I know in order to obtain the sound that I wanted to obtain, I need to do something different. So if I'm sitting in a room with somebody that worked with Rihanna, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, G-Unit, all of that, I'm going to listen to what they got to say. I'm going to be a sponge. And if this is how they do it, they want to vocal produce, we write as a team, cool. Because I feel like multiple minds together, just it just it can come up with much more. Like on my song Trouble, it's like an Afrobeat song. I said something about um, a dude kind of like making me hot, you know, just from him being like, fine. Joel Love, um, he's one of my main writers on everything. And he said, I want to feel your blaze on my body. Your that blaze. Was, yeah, like, I mean, who thought about that? <laughs> like, so they can take what you say and just, like, take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that someone is taking complete creative control. It just means they're giving an input to make it better. And I'm all about for the betterment of my music as an artist. Because, like, when I heard their songs, I was like, oh, yeah. I need my stuff to sound like that. Mm-hmm. So whatever we got to do. And it makes me better as a writer and as a vocalist. Yeah. So we all win. Yeah. And I think people don't understand music is like building a house. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you have a foundation, somebody that's perfect in, in building foundations, somebody who could do walls, somebody who could do electrics. You know what I mean? Like plumbing, like all these different people. Not one person is fixing the whole house. You know what I mean? Just because you enjoy it from the one person, like it's a whole construction that has to come in mm-hmm. to making music. Do you still in like really enjoy making music? I do, I mm-hmm. do. Okay, I really, really. It's not, enjoy. It hasn't become like a job yet. The job part is, you know, going to clubs for appearances and like doing interviews, interviews. But I mean, it depends on the interview right like here i feel really relaxed i feel really cool like i mean even though it is still a job i would say the most jobby feeling is kind of being somewhere you know you wouldn't really prefer to be Mm. so that's more so like certain events oh okay. you know what i mean because sometimes you're like oh lord i just want to i don't feel like putting on makeup today i just want to like lay on my couch like this weekend (laughs) i'm prepared for the whole weekend i know what i you know came to do but even with performing It used to kind of feel like a job, but the more I kept doing it and working with schooling talent, um, I've just become so comfortable on stage and comfortable with who I am and as as an artist. It's like I control the show, so it's it's actually become fun for me. And I'm like, oh damn, I can't forget this step. Uh I'm the artist. If I forget it, you don't know because I do what I want to do. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. 
Dang, okay. Have you heard about, I, dang, I just thought about it, but it was something where, I forget, they were doing like um, highlights for artists in Dallas. It was called, um, dang it, I can't remember right now. But they doing, it was like showcases for okay. artists in Dallas. I'm going to have to get you the uh, the name of it. Okay, so as an R&B artist, how come you haven't like left Dallas or left Houston and moved to uh, Atlanta where everybody else is or go to L.A.? What, what's keeping you here in the South? Well, um, I started off as a loan officer. That's how I was able to invest in my career, right? Okay. So the rates was real, real, real low in 2020. And I said, if I'm going to purchase a home, I'm going to purchase it where I'm from in Houston. That's where I wanted to purchase my home at. Okay. That's how I felt like I was going to get the most bang for my buck. I locked in my 2.75. And I said, if I want to go somewhere else, I could just fly there. (laughs) Or if somebody else wants me somewhere else, they can fly me out. You know? So. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't feel like I have to move. I mean, we just have so. I have so many flyer miles. Praise the Lord. Okay. I'm a Permil. Premier Silver. Hopefully, I can elevate in my <laughs> in my status. But <laughs> okay. So I mean, if if something costs for me to move somewhere else and I have to, I'm open to do that. You know, I don't have any kids. I'm not married, so you know, I can I can do what I want to do, and I set my life up to where I could do so. That's dope, man. So that's dope. But I rather just fly there. I like I love Houston. Um, I love Dallas. You know. It's only like down the street. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love Texas. I, I would love to live. I just feel like my money is just better used here. Yeah. Better yeah. utilized here, honestly. Yeah. So Yeah. As a as a Texas girl, this is gonna sound so crazy. As a Texas girl, can you cook? Yes, I can cook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's my here's my thought of Texas women, right? Texas women, they can cook and they can fight. Um, they can cook and fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's my that's my my ideal of a Texas woman. You don't seem nothing like that. You seem so like like an old soul type woman. You know what I mean? Old souls can cook. Yeah, but I mean in the old in the way where you just like. Here's how I see you, right? And it, please don't take this is like this is I see you as the woman who sit on her porch rocking chair just watching everybody she know everybody business but she don't tell nobody business but she just be on the on the on the, on the porch my god my god my god <laughs> you just on the porch just watching everybody like mm-hmm. yep that's charles over there he got a woman over there but his real house is over there with that wife so yeah <laughs> so it's not like you i mean i don't know about the rocking chair thing maybe you know give me about 50 years for that you okay. know? no no that's what i mean like your soul feel like 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 yeah that kind i mean of but people do confide in me a lot um let's just say this i'll tell my business before i tell anybody else's mm. there's a lot of things that i know but it ain't at liberty to say it does not serve me to be talking a whole bunch of stuff. But no, I am kind of an old soul. Um, okay. I grew up with adults, pretty much. Mm. So I'm the only child from my mom and my dad together. 
Okay. Right. I have three sisters, but um, my dad, he married uh, my stepmom and they had two kids and they're like right under me. And then uh, my mom and my stepdad when I was in high school <laughs> mm-hmm. and now she's, you know, okay. That, in middle school. So gotcha. <laughs> okay. So I, let's switch gears a little bit when it comes to uh, music business, right? Mm-hmm. What would you like to see changed in the music business or something you don't, you like, you know what? I wish they would do this different in the music business. Honestly, I just wish it was more so about talent than numbers. Mm, More so about talent than numbers. Because if you have somebody that is talented, willing to put in the work ethic, you know, marketable, likable as a person i feel like you can make them into what you want them to be and i feel like you can make even more money you can make that long money you know not that quick money Mm. so um that's one thing that i wish that would change because even me like as an artist yeah i have a following um i have a good support system but it's still not to a level to where you know some labels may want to sign an artist you know what I mean? And that's crazy. Mm. Um, because nobody is doing R&B like I'm doing it. And I'm not saying that to be cocky. It's just, you know, different time. All the work that I've invested, I've just I've honed in on my craft. And I make sure that I stand apart. So I, I haven't seen many artists that's doing it how I'm doing it. If that makes sense. I know a lot of great artists, but I just feel like I deserve to be somewhere else. And and I do. And in due time, that somewhere will be Somewhere else? So. Like what? What you mean? Like, I don't know. Higher like, platform or Higher platform. Uh, I Performing on these award shows. Like, the way I train for this stuff. Like, mm. I mean, I, I, I am not too good for a little stage. I rock the hell out of a little stage, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I know that my value is up there. I know that I'm deserved. That's one thing that I learned about the whole Chris Brown situation. I was really sad that he the cancel the concert got canceled and everything, but what I learned in that situation was that I was deserving of it because mm. I worked for it and I belonged on that caliber of a stage. So it's kind of all all about what like knowing your worth, knowing what you deserve, and actually acting on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I'm I know I'm gonna get there. Yeah. I, I believe it too. I, I see, I always see you in different places, right? Like, I even seen you with, you know, you know Cash from Real Tune, Casual. Yeah. I've seen you all on his page sometimes. Yeah. I've seen you in different little mixers. So I always see you like everywhere. So I know the work, the work ethic is there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, would you sign with a major label? Yeah, the numbers were right. Okay. When you say numbers right, what does that mean? Because I, I, I always see people say that, but I'm like, what what does the number right? Because from my understanding, when it, when it comes to record contracts, whatever they give you up front, you got to pay back no matter what. Mm-hmm. So when I'm thinking numbers right, I'm like, what what does that mean? What does that mean to you? So numbers is right. I'm like the advancement, you know, being able to actually do something with the money. It has to be more than I can do for myself, first of all. You know what I mean? And then uh, splits, royalties, like, you know, just, you know, sometimes there's situations to where the artist is completely robbed and every every dollar they make goes to the label. Mm. You know, so, I mean, 
I'd be open to signing a publishing deal versus, you know, something with a label. I'd be open to that, too. It just depends on the numbers. If the numbers is right. What, what's the difference? Because I don't know. What's the difference between the publishing and, like, royalties? I don't know the difference. So it all kind of feeds together. But, like, with record label, um, they basically own everything you do, right? Um, more so with publishing, it's just on the publishing side. So you're not really signed to a label, Mm, okay. I don't so, know if that makes sense, but <laughs> I know so, the difference. It's kind of hard to explain. No, no, but no, like, I'm just saying, like, publishing, I'm thinking, like, when it comes to the music side, I don't know. Yes, I don't I don't know what's the difference. The publishing is where, where it's on radio, where it's on streaming, where it's on maybe TV or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and you can still be considered an independent artist okay. with a publishing deal. When it comes to being signed to a label... They have full control. Yeah. Because they're, they're, I guess, assuming all the risk by mm -hmm. investing it up front. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about if, I, if people signing to majors. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. once you do that, you give up everything. It depends on how long, too. You know, you can sign, like, maybe, like, a two-year deal. Use all the resources you can and go independent. See. You could do that. That's you think a record? You think a record company would do that? From what I hear, they they be like, "Yeah, we want to get you for five albums." You know what I mean? Five records. We'll we'll give you a million and a half. You know what I mean? For your first record deal or for your first album, whatever. And then by round album three, people be acting funny, and they because they know around album three. You didn't said everything that you need to say. Mm -hmm. Some lies, two albums probably ain't gonna do nothing, and now you in the red. It, this is from my understanding of mm -hmm. the record companies. You know what I mean? And you thinking a five album deal, like yo, that's dope. That means they want to invest in me, but it's really like a trap to just keep. Yeah, you. that's a little too long. Five albums. Yeah, that's long. I mean, I've heard of people offering less than that, but like okay, five albums. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta have one of them splits that um, Megan got. I think she ended up with like it was like a sixty forty deal. Mm, That's okay. good for an artist to get. Yeah, artists barely barely get twenty. Yeah. That. Does 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 the record company matter anymore? Like I remember when I was growing up, Def Jam. If you was on Def Jam, mm -hmm. it was like yo, that's a big deal. He a Def Jam artist. Does that really matter nowadays? Not as much as it did, um, but it still does. It still does hold some weight. Okay. It holds some weight. Is there a record company that you would want to sign with? Like, I want to be over here on this roster? Mm-mm. Anybody? No. Nope. Anybody who come with the bag? Uh, if the numbers are right. It's not anybody, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like they have to be known in some type of way, right? Mm. But uh, Or had some type of good track record, but I'm just not, I'm not like... Oh, I just have to sign to Warner or Universal or Atlantic. No, not necessarily. Mm, okay. I don't really think about it like that. Like when I manifest certain things, it's more so like goals I want to reach. Um, but that doesn't include the label. Like I've included like characteristics I want my label to have, but not the specific label. Okay. Okay. What What are some of your goals that you want to accomplish? Do you do set goals for like for New Year's and all that? I set goals as I feel they need to be set. Um, I do do things for New Year's sometimes, but I normally if I see something that needs to be changed, I kind of just do it then. 
you know, but yeah. I do have certain goals that I want to accomplish because I know that, you know, we're at the end of the year. So it's kind of impossible for some of these goals <laughs> to happen. But in 2023, I want to see X, Y, and Z. So some of my goals, um, my personal goals, I want to make, you know, six figures on my businesses, like the businesses I have outside of music, um, some new stuff that I'm starting. So what, what other businesses do you have? So I um, have a dropshipping business. Yeah, and then I have um, kind of like a YouTube monetization <laughs> thing going on. So I just want, like, you know, income streams from multiple places. Um, outside of that, for music, I would, I would love, love, love uh, to make it to some award shows um, okay. and get on those stages. So those are definitely, like, some of my goals for next year. Okay. Is um, anybody helping you with any of these things or you kind of just figuring it out on your own? No, I have a manager. I have a team. Okay. For the music or for all the businesses? Uh, For the music. For okay. the businesses, I have like kind of like mentors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dang. Who? Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope because I don't hear artists talking about stuff like this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like outside of music, how they plan to make money and how they plan to yeah i don't hear this from people it's just music if they don't make it music then i'm like yeah nah i can yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine being a starving artist right and and i also have a um a ownership interest in a restaurant see for restaurant but i just can't really talk about it okay but i have that too so <laughs> okay all right i yeah. like it yeah. yeah i'm trying to get it i live yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like that this is dope man who, who put you onto this like um like the having all these different business or is this something you just like i want to make sure i have or so whenever i um got to a point i was that i was able to actually invest in my career um I kind of knew how much money I needed to make, right? But I knew that I had to make my money work for me. I had to work smarter. So I can't be using or giving 10 to 12 hours a day to something that doesn't really benefit me in the long run. So I was just like, okay, well, I have to, this is the perfect time. The market's up. Let me go out and get the money because the money's always there. I've been in a space to where I had a lot, been in a space to where I had a little. So my relationship with money is a little different. So it's just me taking different things I'm good at that I know that people would like and, and applying it. But I've always been told, I mean, since I was younger, like it takes, you know, five to six streams of income to be a millionaire. Mm. And so it's always been a goal of mine to be financially free and to, you know, create generational wealth for, you know, my generations to come after me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I don't, I don't want people in my family or my lineage not to be able to invest in their careers just because of finances, mm. you know, cause I wish that there had been, um, a money that was able to be allocated towards my dreams at a younger age. Cause you know, I always knew I wanted to sing, but you know, what would have happened if I would have been in vocal lessons since seven mm. versus, you know, yeah. in my twenties, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's just different things. And that's cool. Like my path is my path, but if I could do anything to make the path, um, easier in a sense when it came to finances for people to come up behind me, then I'm more than willing to do that. Yeah. And, and I want to enjoy life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we all life. should be doing. You know what I mean? And what about your merch too? 
Where where can people get your merch? So you can get my merch um, at IamAlexisFinley.com. Okay. I have merch available for where you at. I got these cute uh, sweatshirts, T-shirts, have drawstring bags, towels, and have nice hats. So for all me and all sponsors and for um, my where you at. And okay. I also dropped the where you at video, too, on the same day I dropped the merch. Okay. So that's, that's fun, yeah. you know. Yeah. Fun little video, colorful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to be performing anywhere soon or you kind of laying low until after the holidays and New Year's and all that? So tomorrow I am performing for, um, it's Texas Fleet Week. Okay. So um, that's why I'm out here actually. So they're having an artist showcase um, hosted by um, Hits Cartel Radio. Okay. So I'm headlining. I'll be headlining with the 69 Boys. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, the that the what? The sixty nine boys. Okay. Okay. So I'll be performing tomorrow. Tootsie Roll for those who don't know. Exactly. Tootsie Roll, y'all. So yeah, they um they're performing last, but I'm going right before them. So I should probably perform between like four thirty, four fifty tomorrow at the Green Elephant. So if y'all in Dallas, okay, y'all in Dallas, come through. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you coming through, Alexis. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for going on this journey with me. I know I've probably exposed a lot. That's good. A lot to wrap your mind around. That's <laughs> I'm good. Like, okay. That's good, though. I think I think more artists should, like, be vulnerable with their fans or open up to their fans. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, think, I think that's, like you said, whatever you want to know, just ask you. You'll be transparent. You'll tell them. But you ain't volunteering no information. At the same time. No, not unless it's something I want you to know, you know. Mm, okay. So before we get you out of here, your current dating situation, what's that looking like? I'm dating. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Getting to know. Okay. Somebody. Okay. One person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm not, um, but I'm not in a committed relationship. Okay. So. Is that affect your music in a maybe good or a bad way? really i can kind of pull from anything okay when it comes to my music but now i'm in a good space i'm really focused on me and like you know elevating my career being healthy staying in shape stuff like that and you know the business of course and so i'm just kind of letting things flow but not really just up for anything you know what i mean i'm really in a space to where i'm just controlling my energy so everybody doesn't get that opportunity to, you know, take from me or receive my energy. So it's it's very calculated. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how difficult it is to date now in, in this Instagram kind of social media stage. And then with being an artist and then having all these different businesses that you got to manage. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is it is it difficult to do? Yeah, sometimes, but I mean, if you can, you make time for what you want to make time for. That's is he in the industry real. or no? The I guy. can't tell you all of that now. Why? <laughs> you, why? Why not? Why you? Can, is he? Is 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 he? He must be in the industry. No, he's not. <laughs> you just not gonna say nothing, okay? Yeah, cool. and I do not lie well at all. Okay, so I just rather say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what's up. Well, I hope that goes great for you, man. You know what I mean? I hope, I really do. I really think um, 
being an artist and having somebody like supporting you and mm-hmm. re- like really there for you, I think w- that's when you really give your best when you have that, you know, that support system and that back somebody that, that really is genuine for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does help, you know, to have not necessarily somebody to come home to because ne- necessarily, you know, but call when you come on or yeah. you know it just depends on the day you know yeah. but it's nice that per- that person to debrief everything with and just like you know support you yeah in a different way than your friends do you know yeah okay thank you i got so many questions about that because i, I <laughs> the reason i want to know like what is is how is he pouring into you like with the business with the entertainment like with different things outside of y'all relationship you know what i mean uh more so just like encouragement uh knowledge okay um just based off of his experiences um, is he older than you a little bit yeah okay that's good i yeah. always think that is the key element for women mm-hmm. get somebody a little older a little bit more seasoned a little more chill they got their stuff together you know what i mean especially mm-hmm. for like professional women I think that's always good for mm-hmm. for women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. For sure. And he holds me accountable. Okay. So. That's good. That's cool. Because, yeah. like, I'm always the person that holds other people accountable. Mm. So, you know, it's nice to kind of, like, get that back. Like, okay. <laughs> You're making you do stuff you said you was going to do? Exactly. Yeah. And okay. it be the tone for me. I love it, though. What you mean the tone? <laughs> like, I mean... In my mind, it's like, well, shit, you said you're going to do it, so do it. Ain't nothing else to it. Ain't no if ands, ain't no. Just do it. Okay. And that's kind of how I am with other people. So <laughs> it's just funny, like, okay, now I got that person that's going to be like, yeah. Okay. Well, we think I got that person. We'll see. Stay tuned. Okay. We and are. if so, I might not, y'all might not know for a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For some reason, I don't know if this is good or bad, but you give me like some Megan vibes. I don't know if that's a Houston kind of thing. Megan vibes, like Megan. Oh, Megan um, Stallion. Yeah. I mean, I like to twerk sometimes. So. <laughs> I, I, I got Houston I knees like th- Megan. <laughs> you got Houston knees like Megan. Okay. Like, I can't wait to meet her. She's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> you just gave me that kind of vibe from what I see from her on on you know TV or Instagram. Whatever. Personality side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen you twerk. I've seen too many videos of her turkey yeah you're not gonna see that a lot from me yeah <laughs> on ransom we perform tomorrow we, we gonna shake it a little bit but tasteful twerk <laughs> what's a tasteful twerk i ain't never seen a tasteful twerk twerking with uh, some clothes on basically not bending uh, <laughs> over busting it open you know <laughs> like okay tasteful twerk you know like give hey, some hey, tt tomorrow it, but not like damn like that <laughs> <laughs> not the men not trying to look the women looking too not like not that type of story okay <laughs> you'll get some tt tomorrow man and it's at the green elephant mm-hmm. okay green elephant downtown dallas make sure y'all tune in make sure y'all get the tickets to go see her whenever she, alexis pull up in your city man make sure y'all go uh tap in with her man alexis finley thank you i appreciate you thank you for having me yeah absolutely r&b boss checking out clocking out clocking yeah out. <laughs> i'm gonna start using that one clocking out clocking, clocking out. in clocking out okay hey. <laughs> i'm my own job yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo man thank y'all for tapping in man this has been the tap in podcast holla <laughs>